get here and y'all ain't here. And so I go down and I knock on the door. And I said, Fee, you in here? She goes, I'm naked, but I'm here. I said, okay, well, I just wanted to make sure you, you know, you were, you were around. So I ain't gotta go bother the kids. She, so I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I come back. I'm like, hey, you, you still naked? She's like, yeah, I'm still naked. I'm, I was scrolling through TikTok. I sat down, scrolling through TikTok. I was like, okay. So I'm standing outside and I'm talking her to off, her. Oh, she did. I'm talking to her for like five minutes, probably. Like a whole five minutes. <laughs> and then I was like, outside? hey, you, yeah, just outside the door, just talking to her. Because oh, I door. figure she hears me come back. And then she's like, no, I'm still naked. I was scrolling through TikTok. I was like, all right, okay. So I'm talking to her. You're waiting for her to get dressed and she was scrolling through TikTok still not getting dressed yeah, at all. Yeah, I said, yeah, hey, can I, are you, are you dressed yet? She goes, nah, I'm still sitting here. I was like, okay, I'm going to go upstairs and get some water. I, I am what fresh. I you trash. So then I come back downstairs and she tells me she doesn't, she's not sure if she has ADD. I just don't understand how you can even question the assuredness. I ADD when you have like, the same problem every day, all day long. I go, hey, <laughs> are you still naked? And then all of a sudden, she's in the bathroom. She comes out like, no. Like, I'm the one who's out of line for asking. <laughs> she's like, no. I mean, she's got, you know, the bag on her head. And no, I'm dressed, of course. Duh. What'd you think I was doing? <laughs> Laying in bed naked, scrolling on TikTok this whole time? Yes. Fucking <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. You know, I was out just, of control. I just thought you saw me in the bathroom. You thought I had the lights off in the bathroom. I didn't see. How would I see you? I took a I took a sharp left. I know, but like, there's no way because all the, I had the lights off in the door like crack, so you wouldn't even notice that anybody was in there. Yeah. I was just in there like. Right. Oh, how did you not know? Right. <laughs> how was I? How was that? And then you were like, "No, I'm, I'm here." I was like, "Oh, okay. I'm the asshole." <laughs> Sorry. That's just my tone of voice. No, no, not that. Just like, just the way you were like, "No, I'm dressed now." Oh. <laughs> You're right. I'm out of line. I was the one who was silly for asking. Right. Who asked questions? Like, also, what I was saying was, I'm naked. Was you can still come in here. I'm just gonna be naked. That's true. You you know what helps with that though? Inviting someone in. When you say all of the words in the sentence, just a few of them. So I, I, like, I, I have no issue. I would have no issue coming in with you naked, but you're like, yeah, I'm naked. You could have said, but you can come in though. Oh. You saying I'm naked. I was like, all right, I'm just going to stand here with my backpack on and my shoes on like an idiot. But like I'm naked, but like all people are welcome. Well, but I, <laughs> but like that is not, that's not a, a door we have gone through together yet, Fee, right? So I don't even think well, Crystal you did do the boudoir. I'm pretty sure you took pictures of her naked. That was yeah. the boudoir. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's kind of seen it all. We've kind of seen it all. I mean, there was one point I walked in and you could see it all. So I don't know how you didn't see it all. Because. Oh, that was when I came in and yeah. just took pictures, selfies of you, I think. Yeah, I, I well, and it's different. I don't look at it face. that way. <laughs> I don't. Just stand to the wind. That's different. That's a different kind of nudity. Uh, Until it turns into a threesome. <clears throat> what? Hmm. A threesome's on I don't Sunday. know. I only had a foursome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. 
skipped right over three. I was like, we can edit that piece out. Don't look at me so hard. I'm going to leave. Crystal's coming for me already. (laughs) It's still Sunday afternoon. Speaking of coming for you. Well, this new dick we got. Okay. (laughs) Listen, we've talked already about doing toy reviews. And y'all thought I was crazy. Go ahead, baby, take it away. Let me start it off, actually. (laughs) She over here with her. Surgical, surgical bonnet on. Okay, for those of you who can't see, which is literally all of you, Fee took a shower, so she's drying her hair, protecting the protecting the hair, deep conditioning, mm. with a plastic bag on her head. Mm-hmm. Walmart. Oh, Walmart, 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 sponsor us. Crystal, <laughs> Crystal over here got mm. a piece of mail, which is great, super exciting, Ooh. really, really cool. What you get in the package, baby? What you get in the package, baby? Baby, baby, baby. Head wraps. Head wraps, yeah, like head wraps scrub caps. They're surgical dope. scrub caps for so her. So she tried them on and she hasn't taken it off. So she looked like she's ready to cut somebody open right she's now. She's always wanted to cut somebody open. Now she does it for a living. Exactly. She gets paid to do it now. Kind of. And it's she legal. She be in it. She be in it. Anyways, can you? Anyways, that's yeah. all the details we're gonna give about my professional job. She goes hard in the. <laughs> Before I get fired from it for this show. Uh, ain't nobody. Ain't nobody gets that. We got it. Um, so yeah, we went um, last week uh, and got and went to uh, Hustler and got this new thing, thing. Thang-a-lang. Thang-a-lang to swang-a-lang. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> got you. <laughs> okay, so I told, I told Crystal when we went in there, I was like, don't bite off more than you can chew. Literally and figuratively. This bitch didn't listen. Mm-mm. I said this morning, I go I, big or go home. That's she, my she motto. Went big. Yeah, she paid for it. This morning, I told her. I said she went big you, and then you, went you home. Can't, actually, you can't just go into a sex shop. Why not? And just be like, yeah, I'm hype because it's like going to a grocery store hungry. That's that's what I told her. It's like going to a grocery oh, okay. store. When you get there, you'll be like, oh, yeah, bitch. I'm about to get all these snizzacks, cookies, all of the things. And That's true. Wanna, I buy a lot of shit. shit right? I should not buy that one. That was Crystal Lynn mm-hmm. Hustler who was in there. She said, like, oh, baby, look at this. Baby, look at that. I said, baby, that ain't going to work. That ain't Yeah, that but ain't here's you. what I'm going to tell you. I don't think there's ever a time where y'all could go into a place like that where it's not gonna be like that because I feel like y'all are always yeah. on that level so you yeah, gotta we are. go we are, but look, people you are not sexually attracted to and then you can shop separately uh, that's what yep. that's what happened mm-hmm. okay you buy your own dick right oh yeah <laughs> right. so anyways we in there she's like let's get this one I was like that look a little big that look a little wide it look a little girthy they ain't nothing wrong with a little girth. But it's bigger than the one we got. And that one's pretty It's bigger big. than the everyday dick. Okay, there's everyday dick, there's special dick. Okay, but their everyday dick is bigger than the everyday dick. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Which is why when we was in the store, I was like, don't do it. Okay, so well, this bitch did listen. So now, looks like you is when you go to the grocery store and you come back home, you don't feel like cooking. Mm-hmm. You go out and get something else. That's what I got to do now. I got to go out and get something else. But the rest of the, the get up, the rest of the getup was great. Oh, yeah, good. it was interesting to put on the harness. It was different. Different. Um, good, different it was um okay. So like this one has like the pockets for a vibrator for the person wearing mm-hmm. the strap. Okay, I'm not used to that. Mm-hmm. The baby steps. So there's a little. There's literally a pocket. So it's like yeah. wearing drawers with like the 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 right. Yeah. So. 
my issue was when I was doing the do, I was like, what's all this rubbish? Because I'm not used to like draws while I'm fucking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. no, not many people are. I'm gonna tell mm -hmm. you that's not a common so, occurrence. So, so <laughs> I don't know. I like the panty slid to the side. That's no. different. Mm -hmm. That's different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but not. I mean, some. Okay, I need you to eat it through the panties, like Megan said. Hey, Megan right, so. <laughs> that needs to be done. Ooh, Megan does say a lot of things. Maybe you know what? We should write a I Bible, like to, the uh, word of Megan the Stallion, of like, the "Thou shall not remove all draws. Thou shall not." We should just create all of our favorite lyrics from rap songs of like a code of ethics <laughs> from yes. all of our favorite songs. We gonna pull some Lil Wayne. We gonna pull some Megan. We gotta have some Nicki Minaj in there. Well, oh, pretty Ricky so gotta be in much. there somewhere. That's why this pussy stays wet. <laughs> oh my god can we do like a bit we need to do we should start just a whole page of you doing tiktok videos of like preaching a gospel but it's raunchy ass song lyrics oh what is it what is that one song the pussy fairy song oh yeah, yeah. what did she say janae Gina something about that dick makes me so proud that dick makes yeah. my soul smile can I get an amen, everybody? Amen. <laughs> amen. You got two people in here who really could give a shit about a dick, though. Unless it's store-bought. Hey, Let's back to the store-bought. Hey, a store-bought dick can make a soul smile. That's actually very true. It makes Crystal a soul smile. So now you guys got to get a replacement. Yep. Sunshine when she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so now Only I got to go back and get that seven-inch. When she she goes that's the remix that's the official remix the the ain't no sunshine when she's <laughs> gone. That's what she gonna sing when I leave for work in the morning. Only darkness when she's away. All right. Ain't no sunshine when the dick is gone. <laughs> and it's always gone too long. Every time she goes away. So, anyways, are you gonna? Uh, do you think there you, you go, will be comfortable with using the pocket for you know things? Mm -hmm. Maybe if I'm, yeah, <laughs> if I'm in the right mood. I you know. feel like that's like you guys go on a trip somewhere. Like, that's like nasty hotels. Felicia say that because she don't want to hear the after effects. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her face. She don't want to deal with it. She I feel like it. that would be distracting. That's why I've never liked sixty nine. Really. Really? I mean, Ever? I mean, I'll do it, and it's it's cool. Like it's got this cool, you know. Oh, this is We're doing some new a shit. new thing, Look cool thing thing about it. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, am I? It's not practical. Am, does this feel good, or am I making them feel good? Does this feel good, or my, my brain is like, what is going <laughs> my on brain here? Is like this. Feels Which one good? am I concentrating so, like, maybe on? Maybe that's an ADHD thing because I don't have that problem. <laughs> And I can't come because I, I think it's I don't think it's necessarily I mean, it could be ADHD related, but it's more like hyper focus related because I'm big on giving. So I'm yeah. really into trying it don't to really give work with two give us. And so, while I'm, <laughs> you know, it never it's like an arm wrestle to see yeah, who can give exactly. the most. You're like, and then, <laughs> and, and then with with two men, 
I mean, with one man and one woman. Well, I was like, okay, we got. Is you either on the bottom getting choked to death, or you on the top smothering his face and he can't breathe? So I don't, I don't, don't see an issue with that. I oh my god, you guys! I saw this meme the other day. I don't know. Like, I'll be getting when into you it. say "sit on my face," do you mean hover or like sit? <laughs> Exactly. I want to hover, but I'm okay with the Please sit. Please tell me why. I, I was in someone's story. I replied, I was like, there is a big difference. There's like, big you want to have fun or you want to die you today? Almost die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've almost died many times. <laughs> she liked it, though. I, I did like did. I said it like, I just said almost She's died. like, take me to the brink of death, please. Because she got choked out a little bit. It makes it more like. I almost died once getting choked out. Not for me, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. I almost died, though. How? I, mean, I passed out. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Um, writing. I was writing. That's what happened. And passed oh, out for about 3.2 They were seconds. choking you from down here? Yeah. What a grip. <laughs> <laughs> what a grip. What a grip. What a, what a grip. grip. Uh, and then damn. after I passed out, I was like, no, thank you. Relationships, love, career goals, money, chakras. What's it like to be a woman in the 21st century? Well, we're not entirely sure. What we are sure of is we are tired of having to say no thank you. So, um, speaking of, it wasn't Lexi that choked me out and almost killed me. Uh, <laughs> thank you for clarifying for the crowds. For the crowd. As a young black man, I highly... As a young black man, I <laughs> would suggest you don't put my name out there with choking. Okay, so today I want to talk about relationships, but specifically mm-hmm. open and or non-titled, non-committaled, and polyamorous relationships. I got oh, we about, words. We about to dive into this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna well, just sit here. If you here, want people I'm to hear them, come closer to the microphone. Because <laughs> you sound like this. There's only like, <laughs> so much close I can get to it. I know. Well, if somebody wanted to, to donate there. a few hundred dollars so we could just speed up the new mic process. I literally could have bought more mics and forgot and spent it on other things. Other things you needed. It'd be new like dicks. that. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. Listen, priorities. priorities. We can snuggle for another couple weeks. Hey. We can snuggle. <laughs> I meant we real reason. God bless oh. <laughs> That takes me into the polyamory topic. Move, so, yeah. Ooh. sounds good, bro. My hair getting polyamory. The reason this discussion Thanks. came up. No. I need to get a shower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said you do. Are, are we doing two different shows? They have their own show. We have an our own show. You're know. trying to keep your clothes on. I'm not trying. I am effectively if, keeping listen, my clothes on. If we was on video right now, you would look like Derek Jackson's wife. Scared as fuck oh, while he controlling the whole conversation. Not Derek Jackson's <laughs> wife. And I'm telling everybody, Markel and I are going to be together because God said so. Is that what he said on that video? Sorry. I'm I don't know. I didn't watch the video because I was so pissed off. I ain't watched the video neither, but I saw the the stills. <laughs> the <laughs> memes. Listen, Derek Jackson had me fooled. I thought he was hot shit. I did. I should have known better. Cause I'm sorry, I'm a, you thought a man I'm part of the man haters boy. You know, boy. How I can never remember what that line is, and I always want to use it. Well, uh, we need to practice. It's from Little Rascals, no, the girls. She's like, oh, it's, oh, it's oh. the man haters something club. Oh, let's Google it. <laughs> Either way, he's a piece of sh- like I yeah. didn't expect better from him. 
or anything but I didn't expect him to put his wife out there like that Maybe. looking the way she was that woman was like I just woke up this morning this motherfucker pulled me out to the couch yeah. mm-hmm. oh yeah he man woman haters club yeah, yeah but I want to turn it around haters. like woman she woman man haters club there we go she woman man haters club she woman <laughs> I mean, you know what my, my initial reaction was to make it like flow was she man <laughs> she man <laughs> or she male she male hey if it was a she man uh, woman haters club that'd That's be Lexi talking about her ex-wife <laughs> <laughs> my brain's so small can't even compute that shit she man woman's hater um they're yeah. breaking the rules can you put that over there thank yep. you very much ain't no day who this is very little. So, uh, this is very little. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Austin Lizzie logic right there. I didn't have a second serving because the second serving was only three bites. So, technically, it was still part of the first serving. The first serving just wasn't large enough. So, Correct. I had to add on to it yes. in a second interval of walking across they the kitchen. Get, I like that. But line. really, logically, like this logic. is just a little bit well, more. They get that from their mother. From their mother. Right. But that's an entire shot, which equals one drink. But and you now, already now, had a glass you of now wine. Now, it away so and now, now you know we're talking about alcohol. <laughs> All I did was just I, I let it hit my mouth. I just let it hit my mouth. That's it. That's what she said. That's what she just said. Just put that tip in, yeah. Anyways. So let's talk our... about this Derek Jackson thing for a minute, While actually, before I get into the deeper topic, because Give the Derek the Jackson thing mm-hmm. kind of kind of flows into the topic Does right it? okay so i feel like he was just unfaithful if you don't know who Derek jackson is he is a popular influencer on youtube you know social media for relationship advice for relationship advice about how men should treat and respect and honor women <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> to like the nth degree like feminist viewpoint from a black male in his what maybe mid-30s i would say he is and like very christian too right isn't that part of his shtick he his family's christian that's Mm. and i only found that out because of this recent thing Mm -hmm. but he never really talked a lot about christianity Mm. in his videos okay as far as i remember i watched a lot of his videos so he's going to heaven still yeah yeah because the lord said if you repent the lord said well he's probably muslim now so he can get them 12 virgins but anyway um, whatever it is Seventy-two verses. But anyway, okay. So he used to make these videos, and I used to sit and watch these videos, and I would be like, "Yes, brother, preach." You know, like <laughs> I was like, "This is some good shit." Um, Lots of people. You, it was like a huge following. For oh him. yeah, I mean, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. Also, because I was, I'm not, uh, you know, one who seeks out. I mean, I didn't seek it out either. He just started coming across my Facebook he one day. Like, people were viral, almost. People were, oh, he was—he's above <laughs> viral. He's over—he's worth over a million dollars now because of his influence. I literally million. just heard about him too. So, like, all of my knowledge has been since this this in the scandal. Yeah. I've probably been seeing his videos for the last five years. Damn, I'm just yeah. I'm just late. Damn. Yeah, so, he really been um, around. Anyway, yeah, so. Uh, I wish I could pull up some lines, but basically he would be like, <laughs> I wish I could pull up some black lines. kings don't cheat, black men don't cheat. He had that yeah, shirt on. Black men don't cheat. He wore a, a shirt. shirt. He was wearing. <laughs> don't wear a shirt. Let's yeah. wear a regular black shirt, nigga. <laughs> and he was like, it was more about like um, maturity of men and maturity of women. And he was like, it's a good message. He was like, a grown woman don't want 
this, this, and that. A grown woman has her own job, her own business, her blah, 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 blah. And a grown woman needs you to respect her and know that she don't need to put up with your bullshit. Basically, like when women go from their 20s where they tolerate everything mm. to their 30s where they're like, if you ain't got your shit together, you, you can fuck off because I got my own job, my own house, my own crib, whatever. So he used to she make videos. Of, talking about <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's making you videos talking about that. So turns out he comes out with some other video because two of his mistresses came forward. Not just one, folks. Yeah, two. Came forward and revealed that he had been fucking around with his wife. Well, well the video comes out, I guess, and um, I ain't watched the video because I was going to get upset. But apparently he's been serial yeah. cheating Serial meaning more than one woman, more than the two women that came forward. And more than one time. Over the entire last 12 years of his marriage. Well, <laughs> I got a question. Did his video say anything about multiple women? He said, treat your woman or woman. Man. Was yeah. it woman well, or woman? Maybe if you go back and reverse, reverse it, the videos, they might say, treat your women. I just want everyone to Lexi. know, Lexi is not justifying this. <laughs> oh, hold on. I, well, that's what I was just about to say. Lexi, <laughs> I'm not saying yesterday's Chris Brown discussion. I think it's Chris best Brown. you don't play devil's wait, advocate wait, in the same room I'm in. You listen, save your devil's listen, advocate conversations listen. for when you with your homies. Listen, I'm not playing it. I'm just axing for a friend. That's <laughs> yeah, Did he you say axing devil's this is advocate. how you treat a woman? And he just had several of them, but didn't know what to call it plural women. 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 A harem. It's, like, a, it's a females. harem. When you have multiple, it's harem. a harem. Harem. I'm harem. pretty sure that uh, that is not the case. Otherwise, oh. he would not have well, come out. Well, I didn't out. know. That's why I was asking. He would not have come out and yeah, said, no. what I have done is incredibly wrong. Also, because no maybe one would have No weapon him. formed against our marriage people shall follow, prosper. People follow the Mormon, sister wife dude, all over. But that's. That's part of their okay. That, so that ain't religion. That ain't religion, though. Okay, so yeah, that leads it, me. That leads extra. me into the topic of polyamory. Oh, okay. So okay. In polyamory, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're right. It's acceptable to have more than one wife relationship, female girlfriend, whatever you want to title it, or other. However, etc. <laughs> those rules are pre-discussed, correct, mm -hmm. and understood by all parties. Mm -hmm. Now here's yes. the thing: Derek Jackson did not tell his wife, "We are now Mormon." On the opposite, <laughs> and I'm about to have twelve hoes behind your look, back. Look, right. On the opposite, though, here we go. On the opposite, I read an article about the sister wives dude mm -hmm. uh -huh. with his four wives, wives and his harem and the community. I see it. It ain't going nowhere. Listen. Mm -hmm. The oldest wife that they've been married for, how old am I? 32? They've been married for 31 years. Okay, the oldest wife saying, hey, he don't come to my house like he used to come to my house. He had the other houses of the females. But like, that wasn't in the contract. The contract say he gonna be over there around when he be over there. Yeah, there was no set times. See, when I, when but, I, but now she mad because she say he got other women. When you knew he had the other women, you moved the other women into yeah. your whole cul-de-sac. And then he mad because you being right. a bitch on Tuesday. And he don't want to see you on Tuesday with you being a bitch. That's why he got more than one female. He out there with the other females mm -hmm. on a Thursday, on the Friday, Saturday, so on and so forth. And this that's why some fuck boy justification. <laughs> right. Like, if you're gonna be on I'm great, saying, if you if you didn't 
close every loophole in our paperwork because you trusted me and but didn't look, think you needed to write everything out and fucking crayon word by word. Crayon. Then it ain't my fault. It's true though. If you don't clarify what the fuck you want, like what is this? And the number one question you would ask is, what is this? Babe, what we do? But but there's a certain understanding of agreed like competency. Like there you are not stupid enough to know that when we started this agreement, we were comfortable in our marriage, you were still bonding to me, and obviously I'm gonna expect that that's gonna continue. Mm -hmm. When it stops, that's that's an understood, unwritten rule. I'm not saying it's not. It's just him taking advantage of loopholes, which makes him an asshole. Right. Correct. He's a Google calendar. Schedule. It said the article continued on because y'all didn't give me no chance to say that part. <laughs> the article continued on and he said, no, we don't be really dating no more because she a bitch. So, that's so there we go. <laughs> and she said, I don't feel like we're dating no more. He said, well, we ain't. Get your shit together. Because look, if you actually watch that show, but, though, but is she a bitch or did no, he stop look, putting effort into that part of his marriage and relationship, which is one of the main topics of the polyamory discussion today. But also because men want to go out, some women, but in my experience, Mm-hmm. men want to go out and instead of working on what they got at home and putting extra effort into their marriage and so their relationship their own instead of working their ass off yeah. they're just like I'm just going to solve this problem by going and getting my needs met elsewhere and speaking of the poly in the polyamorous situation okay so I'm mm-hmm. in this group on Facebook it's about um, people who are in what they call monopoly relationships so A lot of the people that I see post are a married couple. They've been together for however long, 5, 10, 15, 20 years. All of a sudden, one of the partners in the marriage says, I think I'm Polly. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) After 5, 10 years, they decide they're Polly. Right? And then there's constant posts from the, the mono partner who's like, well, okay, so basically I have two choices. I can divorce you yeah. and lose everything I've ever known, loved, whatever, because this came out of the blue. Or I could try to be empathetic, understand that you have this desire to be poly since people are identifying it like it's... Uh, sexuality? Sexuality. Mm, that's, that's a good word. And I'm going to try to make this work and figure out... And it's basically just mono people miserable as fuck while the poly partner's out just doing what they want, living their yeah, best life, that. eating their cake and eating it too. And the you mono's just saying? sitting at home waiting for them to come. Yeah. And, get and they're right. like, they're always posting like, I'm trying really hard to understand... And and it's mostly women, of course. I'm very of empathetic course. to my poly partner's desires, mm-hmm. but we made these agreed upon rules. Before he came home, he would take a shower before he changed, you know, and change his clothes so that it was like him, his body starting fresh with me. He had to take a shower at the home. He could take a shower before he got there. Like you gonna come into the home with your old shit? Well, I mean. I don't know. Well, that's an example in your brain. Okay, go ahead. I guess when you're not cheating, you don't feel the desire to take a shower beforehand because you're not hiding anything. Yeah, before you're not or even, after. Well, after before you come, you know, oh. before you come home, if before you, you are, if you're like cheating, you're gonna try and cover you're gonna up try to shower early. Before, yeah. But if this is just your life, you'd oh, be like, you might as well just shower you. in your own hey, bed. Hey, will you hand me my hand me my shorts? I'm I'm a head <laughs> home. I got yes. the rain the rain shower here right. at home. I'm gonna shower yeah. my shower. All right, okay, I got yeah. you. So uh, the reason I bring this up is because I want to talk about it, obviously, from the female perspective, right? So 
what do you let me say let's say you're married for 10 20 years what do you think how would you feel if your partner approached you and all of a sudden was like i want to be polly i said that's so, oh sorry that, you know <laughs> i really want to hear fee's take on this <laughs> me too well i feel like fee just want to be polly anyway so i think there's a difference between because i've been where fee's at where you just want to Go do your thing, and you don't really want any set commitments. But she joked about having five boyfriends all the time. Oh, no. Like, here's the thing. As long as it's something that is... Mm. And my whole thing with that is if it's something that was said in the beginning of the relationship, if you're Polly, you kind of know. You kind of know. I know it takes a while to figure it out. And I know for a lot of older generations, it takes a while to figure it out. But for my generation... I got a comment for that. Remind me when you do. For my generation... People my age range, you fucking know. You know who you are, you know. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to be old about this topic. Yeah. Well, you are the oldest here. You, you are, are the oldest. oldest. You are the resident I appreciate elder. you guys fucking so announcing that to the world. this is your show. You're not old. You are just the oldest. How you feel about the oldest opinion because so you're the oldest Not opinion. only am I old, but you're I... You're not old, just the oldest. I am... Uh, Probably half. I'm probably half traditional, so I'm like older than I even am old, right? Okay. So even am old, older than I even am old. Old Yeah, spirit, right? Mm -hmm. Like an old spirit, Mm -hmm. old spirit, old soul. Okay, that's what it is. So I feel like Mm. commitment is hard. I'm gonna tell Mm y'all right now. If you ain't never done it for some long term years, been married, had children. I'm going to come from some place to somebody who has done all of those things. Commitment is real fucking hard. And I'm going to tell you why. Because it goes back to that topic where you don't want to water the grass that you've had for 20 years. You just want new and exciting grass. Right? Yeah, I want that Kentucky Blue. Kentucky Blue. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So instead of taking the lawn you already got and going to buy some Kentucky Blue seeds and mixing it in, you're just like, I'm just going to go buy this whole new house with Kentucky Blue lawn, right? Okay, because it's more work to add all the seeds and do everything. So uh, y'all distracting me. I'm going to lose my um, thought process. What's the problem? always seems to be the same thing because then I always get told the same thing after the infidelity happens. I love you. I never meant to do it. You're the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Please stay with me. Blah, 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 blah. So if I am to believe people when they say that to me, then where did they go wrong? Because it's only ever logically made sense to me when you cheat on somebody that you do it because you're miserable. And you don't want to be in that relationship anymore, but you don't know how to deal with the confrontation of leaving. You're concerned about, you know, splitting up assets. If you're married, you're concerned about maybe your safety, even if your partner is unhealthy or you're in a domestic violence situation, whatever, whatever. But I'm continually told it's not because of any of those things, because I still love you and you're amazing, blah, 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 blah. So it's like you got to fuck up. To realize what you have and what you value or something. I don't know. Because I've never done it. But. <laughs> I was like. I got. Hold on. But don't sidetrack me because I'm, I'm going to get back to my main topic yeah. and then you can add on to that. But so my main point about the polyamory situation is, especially after being in this group and I've been in this group for a couple of years, just kind of watching because poly is something that I think. I might would consider at some point in life. Um, I've talked a lot about personality tests around you guys. So the one that I have y'all take 
with the four letters. So I'm an ENFP. ENFPs. Uh, I'm an ABCD. <laughs> <laughs> ENFPs are, my letters. are very um, emotional people. We connect to people. Like our main goal in life is deep connection with other human beings. Deep. So, <laughs> so there's actually a lot of ENFPs that are poly, right? But having been mono my entire life and going through marriages and having some actual training when I was a part of that cult about how to um, <laughs> how to be in a marriage and how to guard your heart and what the Bible says about, you know, guarding your heart and how you don't allow yourself within that training to be around other people in private situations that could lead to situations you don't allow yourself to get close to people that you work with because then those boundaries get crossed. You don't talk about your marriage problems to people of the opposite sex that you work with you're around because then boundaries get crossed on and on and on and on on, right so to me after being in this group i've seen a lot of situations where it seems like people were not stable in their marriages and they're like well no one person can meet all of your needs because everyone is different so while my person that i'm married to and i very much love is meeting eight out of ten of my needs I need to have 100% of my needs met. So I want to be poly and then I can get my other two needs met somewhere else. Or the other view is I just have a lot of love to give. I want to love multiple people. I'm a free loving hippie and I need to just give love. I'm a huge giver and I need to give love to multiple partners. And that's why I can't be singularly poly. Uh, you got any add on to that fee since you, think, you you say that your generation is big into poly. Like, what do you feel the main motivation for people saying they're poly is? Do you feel like it's more the second one where people are like, I just want to love a lot of people and I don't need to be committed and in this box or what? I think it's that part. I don't I just want to love all people. I'm being committed and in this box. But the thing is, you can do that. And if you want to be in a poly relationship, that's do you. I get it. I understand being able to love more than one person at the same time and being able to form relationships with different people. But the way our society is built, you don't even have the time for the one person. Let <laughs> alone multiples. And yeah, so you feel like things are going to suffer. Somebody's so, going to suffer. So my traditional view on it is that everybody is poly to some degree. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the reason I say that is because everybody gets sexually attracted to it's like it's not the minute that you decide to commit in a monogamous relationship does not mean that you're never going to be sexually attracted to another person that's in the room yeah it doesn't mean that you're never going to want to be like case in point well i could i could really (laughs) love my wife but i still would really enjoy pleasing this person and having a close bond with another Mm -hmm. person right so everybody is poly Really, if you look at it, in my opinion, okay? You may not identify that way, but everybody wants to love multiple people, usually, okay? The issue is, I feel like, particularly with this generation where polyamory has become so popularized, is that commitment is fucking hard. Mm -hmm. And keeping your dick in your pants is fucking hard. And watering what you have at home is hard and if you look at it from a parenting perspective and lexi can can speak to this you can spend 10 years trying to get a child to be consistent with behavior because you're not consistent with your parenting okay and being consistent with parenting 
uh, I always use this example when you're trying to teach a baby to sleep in their own bed. That first two or three weeks is fucking exhausting if you're doing it correctly because you have to, the baby gets up out of the toddler bed, you get up, you walk in, you put the baby back in the toddler bed. You sit down, 30 seconds later, the baby gets, and you might do that 50 times in one night, but that's because you're teaching the toddler you will stay in this bed and I will put you back in this bed every time that you get up out of this bed. But what happens is, is people don't want to be exhausted. So they put the baby back in the bed two or three times and then the baby knows you okay. give in and you bring the baby to your bed mm. and then you end up with a six year old in your bed because they sleep in your bed for the next four years. Okay. Now, granted, people are like, there's nothing wrong with the six year old sleeping that's in fine my if bed. that's how you want to do it. That's fine if that's how you want to live. I'm not saying that the opposed way of parenting is wrong and it's my way an is example. right. But what I'm saying is that any kind of consistency mm -hmm. and commitment to change behavior takes a lot of effort. Polly mm -hmm. is not, it doesn't take as much effort. Now, Polly people will tell you it takes more effort because now you have to talk in a triad and have a lot of discussions and everybody has to have certain rules and whatever, whatever. But then are we talking about like Polly where, cause my understanding of Polly when Polly ever first became popularized was Polly means that you're in a committed relationship with more than one person. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're just out sleeping around, that's open. That's, that's an open, open relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody that's, that's, that way. I was exposed to this in the last year of like kind of the difference. Um, and like knew a friend of a friend who was like the person that she would, the people she was kind of hooking up with were in open relationships. So they weren't necessarily like, at least that's how I understood it. Weren't super committed. And like, she would just come over They'd have some fun and then that was it. Or they would come over do the same thing and that was it. But there wasn't, you know, they might hang out a little bit, but there, you know, like they lived, right. The, yeah. the big part of a relationship piece right. because, you know, you can still hang out and go do like little things with somebody you're just maybe sleeping with, but you're not living with them. You're yeah. not going on trips Super with them. You know, right. Yeah. right. So, yeah. It, yeah. So, the reason I'm going to talk about this on a, you know, a woman show, a woman oriented show is because I feel like a lot of women, particularly now. Um, and yes, of course, women are independent and they're going to uh, want to maybe be poly on their own. Right. Because there are a lot of women in the groups that are like, I'm poly, you know, and my man is the mono one or whatever. But I feel like if we look at the patriarchal history of women. Right. 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 Um, and one of the posts I even saw in the group today talked about how marriage um someone's comment was marriage is a certificate and a political thing and for years and years and years the way that the male patriarchy system has worked was you married for social status and stability but you loved your mistresses you didn't love your wife right but then the wife gets left Loving no one because she can't be Polly too, like right? Kings. right? Yeah, like exactly. Um, King Henry right. and all the yeah. Game of very Game of Thrones. Mm. Very yeah. Game of Thrones. So I feel like a lot of women are going to get pushed into lowering their standards to uh, being in open relationships or being in polyamorous situations, and I feel like a lot of women that are probably married and don't want this. Uh, I've seen a lot of posts about men that have come forward that had cheated in the past, but now they're like, the excuse is that I'm really poly. 
and now I want to still be married to you and be poly. Mm-hmm. And I just want people that I just want women who don't know much about this to kind of really have a full understanding of the viewpoint about how that works. My other challenging question that I want to ask everybody, um, if you may not know much about poly, but you can still you know have an opinion, is um, I see that. Uh, damn, I forgot my question. It was so good, it ran that fast. Well, when I get onto the tangents and I'm talking about shit for too long, then I'm losing what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, I don't remember. Damn. But I, so, if you're you're comfortable, (laughs) don't you have a kind of experience? Oh, I was in a polyamorous relationship for two weeks. Here it is. This is, oh, two two weeks. Oh, I remember my point. Since you brought yours up, I remember my point. Boom. I have never seen or met or known anybody. I know a lot of people that do poly, um, and I have never seen or met anybody that has managed to maintain a long-term primary relationship once they open their relationship up to polyamory. It always dissolves. It, yeah. The primary partner leaves for the secondary partner or the tertiary partner that they met and they end their primary relationship. And then they end up in a mono relationship. They end up in a mono See, relationship. So it's literally just a segue to just you're to just, not working on your initial relationship. Yeah. And so I like in that instance, you're not really polyamorous. You just decided to have your cake eat it too and while you were doing that you had the opportunity to decide where you wanted to be and it was acceptable by both parties i think that i think that happens in a lot of cases but with the situation you just talked yes but i also think that a lot of people go into this with this big open mind of um these expectations that they can make this work and i just don't think it can Mm -hmm. and the reason i don't think it can is because i've been through marriage and i've been through infidelity and i took those classes and it's just like when you go to a buffet right you're Mm. committed to steak but then when you go to a buffet, you don't know what the fuck you want to eat. There's all too the many options. Yeah. When you give <laughs> all the mashed potatoes. <laughs> when you give yourself too many options in life, then you are literally putting yourself in a place of temptation at all times. And you, like you said, one part of it is that we're too busy, right? So mm. you're not going to focus on your primary relationship. You're too busy trying to focus on your other relationships. Mm. The most successful ones that I have seen, which still never last like long term, 50 years of marriage or whatever, are mm-hmm. the people who are in triads where mm-hmm. they all three like live together. They're married, right. very committed kind of. And they all kind of like Mormonism style. All, yeah. 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 Just, ooh. It's just... So what do you think is going to happen with your generation that has no desire for long-term marriage and commitment and... Our generation hates commitment. Like, it's not a vibe. And... Yeah. (laughs) Commitment in jobs. I was going to say, in every aspect. It's not a vibe. We can't commit to being in one... We can't even commit to waking up on time. Let (laughs) And and do you think that that's because social media has... You know, people say, well, you can't date anymore because you get on an app and there's 55 choices. If you were meeting people in real life, you know, you're not walking into a bar of heroin where you can do every drug you want. Right. You have to seek that out. It has to happen organically. There has to be some kind of chemistry. Whereas you swipe right on Twitter and y'all be like, hey, hey. Twitter. That's Twinder. where you get two for one. That's the tweet, tweet, Twinder. That's the Twinder because Robert Twinder got rid of me. Is that what the lesbian Twinder is? Twat, Twinder. Twat. Twat, Twinder. Do y'all have like a grinder thing? Grinder was extreme. 
Isn't Gr- it Grindr's for gay men, right? Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. is there like a lesbian version of Grindr? I yes. think that's so called a um, um, square. square. Um, no, it's square. Uh, red square. Your preference square. No, it's. Um, uh, well, we gonna start a new one. Her, uh, her, her, her. Yeah. her. Yes. Do you get the location like this bitch two feet away? <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't know. Kill me it's not that. about fucking in a bathroom stall. I don't think like that's so Oh. Uh, uh, so, uh. so what do you think this means for the? How do you feel as like the modern twenty-something woman, like? Do you feel like you just kind of given the idea of polyamory because you don't want the commitment and it's easy and you're into that and you love the free flowingness or are you just accepting it because that's kind of what it is now? And do you feel like you have like a secret Mm. deeper yearning to have a mono strong bond attachment long term marriage? Yeah. And you're just like, this is not going to happen because it doesn't seem realistic. Also, nothing is realistic in your early 20s. Things seem like they are, <laughs> but they're not. Mm. Your early to mid 20s, the things you do and like the way you treat people is so awful. And you don't even realize you're doing it sometimes because you're so worried about developing who you're going to be and forming that identity. Everybody thinks it happens in your teenage years, and a lot of it does happen there. But, like, your brain doesn't stop developing until you're, like, 26 for women somewhere in there. So your early 20s, when you actually have the freedom to be who you want to be, the money to do things sometimes, you're educated, you're starting a career, and all the things you're doing to establish yourself, sometimes you treat friends, family, partners, all these people so shitty but it's not always malicious you're just navigating life in a new way with all this independence and you don't realize the effects you have on other people and so i think when this generation where you talk about that's kind of the vibe that everybody's going for and so people are saying well this is that and they're doing this and so they're probably hurting a lot of people in the process i mean you're you lasted two weeks in a and it did, was it a good ending? Was it a happy ending? Well, I came here. <laughs> so you, you ended up. I mean, let's get real. Why did you come here? I was in crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was too much. Yeah. yeah. And so somebody who was in a similar phase of life, right? In those early twenties, you and your early doing these things, put you into a space where you were maybe not as comfortable as you wanted to be and you thought you could go along with it and people just do these things and you ended up hurt, heartbroken and in crisis. And so I think once this generation gets past those years of doing all of that bullshit, basically, not all of it, again, intentionally malicious, but once you get past that, I think that's going to transform a little bit. And some people will continue on, but it'll be in healthier ways. And I think some people will say, you know what? This was a good way to navigate my early 20s because I got lots of experiences. I learned a lot. I grew a lot. I gathered information from various relationships and different people. And now I know where I want to be now that I'm actually established and I actually know who I am. I think that might be the case, but I think that one big issue is that people struggle with boundaries in general. And I think I think that because of the societal progression of things, society used to set you up to have boundaries that you did not have to enforce on your own because they were societal boundaries. Mm -hmm. So if you look at it from a sociological Mm -hmm. standpoint, infidelity is 
not fucking okay. Polyamory, not okay in American society. Mm -hmm. Marriage, highly regarded and respected. You need to get married young. This is the way to success. Um, Your parents influence that. Your partner's parents influence that. Uh, you know, your whole society, everyone in your neighborhood is going to look down upon you if you're leading this kind of lifestyle and it had to be done underground. And so now that we've had this social progression where everything is just okay and acceptable, now there's no more society to kind of guide our teens and early 20s into what is okay. Mm -hmm. And there's no like things to look up forward to to what might be okay for them to be able to set those boundaries and my experience with men and you know people will tell you i don't know if it's scientific fact but they say a lot that men don't really mature until their 40s right so a lot of these it's just an experience based (laughs) yeah so a lot of these sociological boundaries on men kind of kept them in check Mm -hmm. so to speak and now it's kind of up to the individual woman to like to put their foot down and another trend i'm seeing with women is that instead of putting their foot down with men because we're tired of raising men is that they're just becoming lesbians amen that's a trend amen, like, amen. this is where i pop in yeah come over to the other side lesbians Ladies, is giving out females <laughs> lesbians is giving out futures <laughs> y'all wait for phase four washington open back up and clubs open back up all these men is gonna lose they women. Hey, they've been losing them during coronavirus because their women's been stuck with them. All the women gonna say no, thank you, no, no. thank you. I just be boring. I though I want to circle back to when you're talking about the piece of needing a hundred percent, and maybe your partner gives you eighty, mm-hmm. right? So where you were talking about, they go seek that wholeness right that sense of being whole in other like sexual or romantic partnerships i also think it's possible for that to happen in other relationships um i think it's very i think people get so caught up and like well i have to share these things with someone i'm sleeping you know intimate with but intimacy isn't just exclusive to a relationship or a committed relationship whatever that looks like for you yeah you find that other 20 percent in your friends in right your hobbies, exactly so whatever because you yes. can't find that 100 percent. it doesn't exist Mm-mm. that 100 percent doesn't exist it might you might get really close but there's even yeah. there are even times where you're gonna be really frustrated with your partner and you want to vent and you don't want to vent to them and you're gonna go to someone just to vent it's a friend a co-worker whoever that might be for you and so i think a lot of people get so hung up and like, oh, I can only share, especially men, because men don't seek intimacy with other men like that. Straight men. It, it's not a norm. Not um, in America. Now, correct. Now, over in Turkey, they take hot naked baths together and kiss each other on the cheeks. Mm-hmm. Right. So <laughs> our society, our society. What did that sound represent? So our society, you know, men have to be this toxic masculinity prevents men from sharing those things. So instead of going to their buddy and being like, yo, we were beefing. This is what was going on and processing like we do. Yeah. Right. When we're in sticky situations, I feel like every Sunday, that's how I start. Is like, here's my life. Here's what's happening. Please help. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think you know, if men were more comfortable doing that, but Um, then they start looking for, well, I need a woman. And then it's like, well, I'm going to go to a woman that 
I obviously like being around. And sometimes I think that slides them into a, well, why can't I have both? Slides them because right I can get this an here and I can get this right here. Into an entanglement. Right into an entanglement. Right. And so, yeah, I, I just, I think That's, a lot and, of that. And I, and I learned a lot of that, what you're talking about, mm-hmm. too, as well from going through... Um, I went through group therapy for codependency through Celebrate Recovery, which is a great program. It's Christian-based. I don't identify as Christian anymore, but it's a great program for people who are wanting to get over drugs and alcohol like AA, but they also offer offer classes for codependency and gambling and everything else. And so I did that for two years because I realized any of the problems I might have had with like wanting to be at the bar three nights a week really strung back to my codependency. And I'm I'm working on that with my 15-year-old son right now. Um, he's slacking off on everything in life. He's not doing his chores. He's rushing through them. He's upstairs for an hour because I make him come eat dinner and he's like, my girlfriend needs me. And I'm like, you've been online with her for 11 hours straight. Yes, but she needs me. Mm-hmm. She needs me. And I'm trying to explain She's to him. She's going to get mad yeah, this dinner this without her, her, her on FaceTime. Yeah. yeah, this is a codependent relationship. Told. And if people don't start healing that codependency at its root, Uh, polyamory ain't gonna fix it ain't nothing gonna fix it but i'm here to say to the women you set those boundaries you do what all women have said and you do not give wife privileges to boyfriends Mm -hmm. okay you make them uh commit you do not keep giving them girlfriend privileges when they don't want to put a title on the relationship um you hold these men accountable you want to see men step up to the plate and act like men are supposed to according to women you know respect honor family uh, provision all those things that women have had as a viewpoint of masculinity then you got to hold them to those standards and that goes for women too you don't you know anybody in any kind of situation people will rise to the standards that you hold them to but when you don't know what those standards are for yourself you don't define those standards and you just go looking for band-aids like opening your relationship to find resolve in other people yep and then hurting i mean these people post in this group every day and they're all sad as fuck and they think they're doing the greatest thing ever uh going out and living this new progressive poly lifestyle but even the poly people are sad they're like now my husband can't handle this poly anymore i've already fallen in love with my boyfriend now i have to break my boyfriend's heart and my own heart because i feel committed to my husband to try to make it work with my That's husband. A whole mess. Mm. Like it's just it's Mm-mm. you it's got to work on what you got at home. <laughs> Another part of it too, which I've hated in the last couple of years, but like this side bitch, side nigga culture that's been popping up lately. Yeah. Where every like don't normalize cheating on your significant <laughs> I yeah. I mean that's that mistress shit that's been yeah. going on for years two. and years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A boyfriend what's that, what's number two, name? pleasure P. Oh, boyfriend number two. Uh, Le- Lexi can attest to this. Just, p- just put a wig on. Uh, what did we role play the other night, babe? No, we no, no. Got shit. We were talking about role playing it. What were we talking about? Me and you. Mm, I was it? Okay. talking about? Wait. Oh, single mom. We role played single mom the other night. Okay, we were real hungry. We hadn't had dinner yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're right. Go <laughs> ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Look, look but, okay. We were real hungry. We hadn't had dinner yet. It, mm. it, it wasn't like a real sexual role play, but I mean, it, there was a little bit of whatever. Okay. Well, I'm just going to mm. explain it. So they we were always real hungry. all over each other, y'all. That's that gay shit. That's that gay shit. We hadn't had dinner yet. And so I was like, it was I'm going to whip midnight. you. I'm going to whip you up some dinner. So I wanted some chicken nuggets. So single mom shit, right? Always got chicken nuggets in the house on deck. So I was like, I'm going to make some chicken nuggets. And I was like, ooh, I can make a box of macaroni and cheese. Oh, but my wait, God. But wait, not just any Crap. box of macaroni and cheese. I went to the store to get my littlest one some special mac and cheese, baby shark. <laughs> it was baby shark mac and cheese. And I said, this is yours, baby. Nobody's going to eat this. She said, lock it up. Nobody eat it. I was like, yep, bet. Well, midnight happened and... So I'm okay. So you can tell you can tell the follow up to that <laughs> what we got in trouble for at the breakfast table this morning. But okay, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make this box of mac and cheese, and then we didn't have no chicken nuggets, so I had to make this uh, orange like, chicken. Orange chicken we had, and I was like, I'll make that. I was like. Ooh, I got this can of greens. I'm going to put some greens. And this was like all this. Okay, I grew up poor in the ghetto, in the ghetto. Ghetto. And uh, this was the stuff I ate at my friend's house all the time. This is what poor people eat. We eat box of macaroni and cheese. We eat chicken nuggets. We eat canned greens. We eat Mm -hmm. fried taters. We eat box of macaroni and cheese. I didn't grow up poor. I ate the same (laughs) shit. So I realized that I was making a single mom meal. So I walked over to Lexi and I was like, "Ooh, baby, I can make you a box of mac and cheese. And she was like, "Ooh, that sounds good. And I was like, mm, you like the single mom meal, don't you, baby? She was like, "Ooh, yeah. yeah. I was yeah, like, girl, I got yeah. some fruit snacks in the cabinet Ooh, for you. Fruit, the Caprice <laughs> I was like, this this single mom about to take care of you. Let me make sure these kids are sleeping. You know that's what I right. mean? So that's right. You just do little shit. You I put, ate it all. You know, I ate all. She ate it all. She thought it was delicious. That sounds fire. I don't care. No, it was bomb. And about then it. this morning, the kid came and was like. Hey! She saw that box <laughs> in the recycling. She saw the box in the recycling <laughs> breakfast. She said, "Hey, Daddy, somebody ate my crackers." Cause she didn't even know what that was. She didn't even know it was macaroni. No, no. But here's the thing: there was a said, box of empty crackers next to that box. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, but she's thinking point at the crackers." I think I'm off the hook for the mac and yeah, cheese. No. Nope. She picked up the box and was like, somebody ate my shark crackers. And she was like, I told you eat one. Yeah. Eat only one cracker. Lock it up. And I was like, um, that's not that's crackers. my bad. I was like, ah, daddy got hungry. And she said, really, daddy? <laughs> yo, Ooh. yo, I was like, I wasn't the only one. And then. Crystal tried to give her her little confession, but she was too stuck up on Daddy did her wrong. Yeah, Daddy so did her wrong. I got away with it. She got off with it, little, uh, little She bitch. said, share some crackers with mommy. And then Lexi said, well, funny story. Yep. <laughs> and then story. she got busy talking, and I was like, mommy ate some, too. So but she didn't hear me. So I got to go, go find another box of Baby Shark mac and cheese. Now, here's the thing. It was already on clearance. So where the fuck I'm going to find me? I got to go on eBay and find me. That's the <laughs> That's your fault. You're right. That's yeah. when you just buy some frozen ones and you forget about it. Be right. like, this is the new one. It's that's better. That, that's that new it's shark. It's better than baby it's shark. It's a big shark. This <laughs> is daddy shark. Daddy shark mac and cheese. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, I say that to say this. Uh, if you want, if you in your 20s 
or 30s even still if you're struggling and you want to have a deep committed loving relationship if you don't and you want to be poly more power to you i support those women too they can do what they want but if you want to have a deep loving committed uh, monogamous relationship then you figure out what those boundaries are for you and you set those and you hold yourself to that standard and that's mm-hmm. the hardest part is and you give yourself timelines I'm not saying you got to make people commit immediately but you say you know what I'm going to give this three months and we'll reevaluate of no title or whatever mm-hmm. but after three months if the man you're involved with does not want to commit you don't continue to stay there and you mm. compartmentalize your down. relationships <laughs> Somebody looking down over there. And you make sure that, um, you know, you are holding yourself to them standards for what you deserve because you deserve to have what you want and what you need. And if you don't make people rise to those boundaries that you set, then they will not feel the necessity to do so. Because they already get in everything they Because they already get everything they want. What's what's left? What more would are you going to give if they commit? They're already getting everything. You know, so the reason I want to talk about this topic is because Lexi and I have been uh, joking about being poly our entire relationship. We're both very flirty. I've been trying to take Markel to bed for years now. Y'all, and um, <laughs> I, I'm, I can't. This She's is sitting not here with a her head down. She's sitting here with her I head can't. down. You know, but you come back every Sunday. I know. <laughs> That's because she come here to get some holy rubs. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Lord help us all. But uh, one thing that holds me back from even considering that is I know that when you when you open up the buffet to those temptations, um, it usually don't go well. So it might be fun. It might be exciting. It might be great for us uh it might prevent infidelity because we're open and honest about it but i personally believe that ultimately it would be a run for our relationship and I'm gonna so give it's you just a, not worth it this is why i want to be married for 40 years and have assets and mature in my finances and you know all that with also my, my two-person income the main reason is you know i suck at buffets i go in there i say oh i want all this shit and i get four bites in she fills a whole plate God, we used to go. I remember there was one time it was like after a soccer game and we got to go to Old Country Buffet. Do you mm. remember that? I didn't need nothing. Yeah. We, <laughs> the one time they actually took us to get food because they would never take us to get food. Our parents were like, we got food at home. We like, no, we don't want that food. We just I'm ran for two hours. I'm tired of dry milk in a box, daddy. So, mm. so we, we got to stop. And we both are not people who can eat right after we play. But Lexi always, she fills this plate and like mm. sat down mm. and she literally, literally ate mm. like four bites. Mm. <laughs> and that was it. My the stomach one be time. failing me. My stomach be failing me. So you know what? I'm going to sit here with this nice plate right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her eyes are bigger than her stomach. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Y'all ain't got to all agree on <laughs> Cut this shit off. <laughs> so anyway, you you put them standards down. You put them standards down. You make them rise to it. That's whether you're in a straight relationship, a gay relationship, a lesbian relationship, a bisexual relationship, no a relationship. polyamorous relationship. You fix your codependency issues, and then you tell them motherfuckers, no, thank you. <laughs>